following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greeners Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget that they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me as always are my co-hosts. She has spent the past fortnight hiding out in a Londis, avoiding the lecherous grasp of Mikey from Boy Zone. It's Bernadette. Boy Zone. <laughs> and he has the world on a plate. He's won a karate tournament, got the hot babe, and has claimed himself a victory pie. It's James. Oh, that, that pie was so thin and grey. Yeah. Hold the victory pie aloft. Victory discus. <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Twitter, uh, we are at Hallmark Great and on Instagram and Facebook at Hall of Greatness. We are also uh, Hallmark Greatness on Gmail. Uh, yeah, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, pigeon. You can get to us by Pigeon. Pigeon, uh, Semaphore, Smoke Signal. Smoke Signal would be a Message in a bottle. That'd be cool. I live <laughs> near a river, so. We have some breaking news, uh, literally, as, as we were going to record this, we have found out that it's either a very good Photoshop, but it's from James Bennett's official account, Jimmy the Potato Bennett. Uh, <laughs> we are getting a sequel to Fatal Deviation called Fatal Deviation Krakatoa. Which, Krakatoa. yeah, I don't know. Uh, but he claims it will be shot in Ireland. No, it says he claimed it shot in Ireland in 2020. Must have been delayed because of the Absolute. pandemic. I'm... The one thing. Coronavirus cannot stop Jimmy Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my foot, coronavirus. <laughs> uh, starring yours truly and a well known international action star. I'm guessing. Seagull. Now, Seagull's defected to Russia and he's also too fat to do stunts now. There's a great film he did a couple of years back where all his fight scenes, he's just sat in a chair. It's, it's amazing. He's just sat on like an office chair wheeling about kicking people like a fat Jackie Chan. Oh, that I'll pay to see. Two major scenes will be shot in Trimtown, which I'm assuming is where New Orleans film. A helicopter chase with motorbikes, pickup trucks, cars, oil tankers, and double-decker buses, which is more traffic than that town's ever seen, ever. I can't wait to see the rusty oil tankers they dig out from somewhere. <laughs> the double-decker bus, and it's the one that Cliff Richard drove in Summer Holiday. <laughs> and the other is a kick-ass fight scene, hopefully in the same pub, you little bollocks. <laughs> Fuck you and your gun. Which also, uh, I found on Twitter, that someone sent us, again, I can't remember who, um, but they reenacted that scene in there. They show like screenings of it fairly regularly. Oh, that's good. I was hoping that people wouldn't be embarrassed with it. Cause I think brilliant. lean into it, yeah. I definitely think lean into it. But I'd go for a viewing, I tell you. I would go for a holiday. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, they look like they're, yeah, they're leaning into it. I, th I think it's the same barman, if I'm perfectly honest, from what oh, I remember John. looking at it. Yeah, possibly John. Yeah, It's great. I I'm looking forward to it. Fatal Deviation Krakatoa not coming out at any cinema near you soon. <laughs> it even sounds ridiculous. Like, what has Krakatoa got to do possibly with Trim? What's and Fatal Deviation got to do with the original it film, you know? It wasn't very fatal. Underneath Birdie Man's Monastery is a volcano. 
That's why he was hitting him with the fire. It was like to train him. It was to toughen up his skin so he can fight lava later well, we on. already know that there are hot springs. And this is going to turn into a fatal deviation podcast. Yes, two. let's move away from that and let's do uh, this week's film, which is the year 2000's The Ritual. Um, I like the fact that we all do the little hurr. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. James, your synopsis, please. Uh, yeah, well, I did do this. Uh, as you know, I always do this fairly last minute when I've run out of time. You meant to do it before you watch the film. <laughs> I, know, I, I, did, I didn't have any time. I can't explain it any other way. So I'm just going to say what I've written and you can just deal with it. It's not That's perfect. Fine. Nothing in this world is. None of us are. That's fine. Move on. The Ritual. 2000. When commoner and plague doctor Samantha Ritual enters a frankly sordid and sizzling love affair with crown prince-elect Sesame of the Burger Kingdom, the latter must choose between his destiny of leading the Aberdeen Angus cavalry into glory for the realm against the McDonald's clan or risk the ruin of his people by sandwiching his whopper into his new double melt. Expect side action. Okay. Are we all feeling all right? Because I wrote quite a horny one the other day as well. For I was just looking on the Burger King website because I couldn't remember what they sell. <laughs> uh, Barley, the poster for this is... Yeah. Well, once I'd found the right poster, because like you said, there's like 20 versions of the ritual. Um, so the mad monk from Fatal Deviation gets himself bitten by a spider in a vain attempt to become a superhero. <laughs> Unfortunately, all he's left with is spider legs on his back, a questionable shield, and lots of green radiation. Yeah. I, it, it's got it's got very strong uh, Mr. Burns. Yeah. Can I bring you love Hi. vibes about it. <laughs> bring it <in> love. <laughs> break his legs, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially at the end, when, when they all appear, I was like, yeah. what is this now? The actual, well, we already know the actual synopsis because we gave it away in the last episode, but just to refresh you, in case you haven't heard that one, Nessa, an archaeologist at odds with the establishment and haunted by violent dreams of Celtic sacrifice, tries to find an ancient relic supposedly from the Day Danon period called the Danu Amulet. Right? Mm. I'm calling it now as well. That amulet looks shit. It does look shit. It looks like I've made it out of paper mache. <laughs> doesn't even fit together properly when they get both halves. I, I've said that. I was like, rubbish. Do you want to get in? Yeah. <laughs> we never have any time for each other. It's always get into this. I mean, we just spent about an hour talking about the new Fatal Deviation. So, uh, Fatal Deviation, Fatal Deviation, Fatal Deviation. We open on a horse running through a field. Woman on horseback. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's very Black Beauty, but with a person riding the horse. Interspersed with scenes of the ancient ways when there were no rules. <laughs> As we already know. Yeah, there's just sort of like a haze of people doing stuff in the background. Very indistinct. It's, yeah, it's, they got a, a local cosplay group, didn't they, for, for this? Uh, and then we cut to a talk in a library. Yeah, that's right. And uh, there's uh, a professor talking to roughly 15 people, not a bad crowd. <laughs> In a library, and I mean a lending library. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
There's like red dots on all the books on the shelves. <laughs> yeah, that's the Dewey Decimal System, mate. Not the dots. <laughs> one <laughs> red dot, indicate... two red dots. I think that's to indicate which ones are in large print or not. Um, and yeah, it's Professor Sylvester Fay. Yeah. Um, who's which is some irony, isn't it? Angry lecture, and I had to pause it at this bit because it goes. A there's bit. a map on the wall, and yeah. it doesn't really make sense. Nope. Um, I have kept an image of, of the map. But it's he's talking about the Celts. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. But there's a, a map, and it's of the Celts and arrows going absolutely everywhere, like a dad's army map. <laughs> and um, it just says stuff like English Channel, Britons, Gales, Picts, and it's like it's like Belgians on one bit of it. Germans. Yeah, I and thought like, that. And I was like very like vague. Like there was no English Channel at this time. What are you talking about? I don't think Belgium existed back then either. It wouldn't have been yeah. called Belgium. Yeah. No, there would, there would be the Belgic eye. <laughs> my my um, education is, is now finally uh, paying off. In this he podcast. does say they had an oral culture, which made me snigger because I'm a child. Well, every uh, culture I've, has an oral culture. I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't. And then, no, wait, that doesn't work, does it? And then there's a bit where he's doing a line where he just fucks up the line. And then just says it again. And just carries on, yeah. yeah. And I was like, nope, one take. That's all we've got film for. Well, he actually pronounces oral culture. Obviously. He calls it oral culture. That's how they pronounce it in Ireland. He's <laughs> not Irish. He's called Professor Faye. Well, it's more Irish than that. <laughs> and then he ends his uh, speech with Celts, the original master race. Yep. And I'm like... That escalator. I'm like, all right, keep it light, Professor. Look at that. Yeah, his, his main um, point for saying that is that they took over so much of... So actually, they did stretch from Ireland eventually all the way down to Spain and then all the way across into Germany and then all the way yes, sort of but... down towards Turkey. So there were sort of Celtic people everywhere. But they... that does not make them a master race. No, I don't think they got, like, battered by Julius Caesar anyway. They didn't refer to themselves as Celts either. They formed off into separate subsects yes. and... And bred in with the local populations because that's how you grow as a culture. I don't know. This is all anyway, heavy duty. All these fifteen people. It. Yeah, they're loving it. <laughs> it's the racist life. That's what the red dots are for. That's what the racist <laughs> books are hidden. That's the secret code. Uh, and and then, then our heroine, Nessa, Nessa comes in to do her speech. She's late, possibly because she's been riding. She had to ride a horse to get there. I don't know. She only <laughs> travels by horse and a very fast old car later on. That's been nicked, yeah. <laughs> For some reason has been stolen. <laughs> Never explained why. So yeah, she proceeds to give, give a lecture at this point. I just wondered if anyone could introduce Nessa, you know, what she'd like, you know, given from this, this thing alone. She's the protagonist of this. Who wants to introduce she's an, her? She's an archaeologist. At odds with the establishment. <laughs> uh, no, she's more into the um, mythology and stuff side of the of the the Celtic people. So she's very much into their beliefs in the Fae, their versions of gods, and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> clearly recorded over the top of it because there's no way that man is recording that voice in the same room. He just starts berating her and gets everyone else to throw stuff at her. <laughs> I mean, I thought I put at this point, if you had attended this lecture, you'd be like, it's just nothing but racists and hippies. Like, yeah. two 
very opposite end of the It's spectrum. like Radio 2 with Jeremy Vine. <laughs> he doesn't seem to know what philology is. Any idea why you should study linguistics? Says it's all mythology. Uh, just denounces it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just I'm just but what is his problem? Like, he walks just, out with that lady in plaid on his arm and then like another few members of the audience go with him. Well, what if Professor's going, I'm going as well. Because he is punching that dude. He's got this, he's got the hot babe on his arm. Yep. Yeah. Not the same. And then she's never seen again. No, it's it's because he's a player. He, he gets the other hot babe in a bit, doesn't he? Uh, oh, this is not the town's it? hot babe. Not, no. She's come from Germany. She's the confused accent hot babe. Come Germany? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they leave, and she's like, no, oh, okay then. I did like the fact that the map was just pinned to one of those notice board, movable notice boards that they have to like block off areas, or you put your science project on when you're at school. That's it was what you good. had to do before, you know, electronic whiteboards and stuff. We had overhead projectors and stuff still. It's Ooh. fine. <laughs> you couldn't draw that map on acetate, though, could you? <sighs> God, you get it burnt on. It's fine. Anyway. Cut to I a was on the edge of my seat underground tunnel, and I'm like, "Oh, we've spent some money here." Oh, the I was on the edge church. of my seat for all the wrong reasons because of this race <laughs> debate. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, some German nonsense happening in the tunnel with subtitles. Is there a little um, stained glass window in this cave church at the top? Yes, there is. Very oh. important to have a stained glass window in your church. I didn't really get what it was of. Did anybody know? I couldn't see. It was it was green. Pretty oh, it was that radiation. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is there is plenty of art in this. I did find this very rich in background material. Um, I noted the subtitles as well for this section. I knew you would if I didn't read them. It <laughs> makes for a very shit poem because it doesn't grammatically make sense at several points. It says. I'm the ox of the seven battles. I'm the weapon of the sun. I am everlasting youth. I'm the tip of the lance in mid-battle. I'm the god who ignites the fire of thought. And then two row people come along and put a duvet over someone and hand them a blade. Ah, oh, the ceremonial knife! Which is just a knife with some Lego glue to it. <laughs> and they say, the blood sign of this brotherhood shall be the mark of your allegiance and our oneness beyond death. And from that alone, you would leave that church hall or whatever it is. Yeah, that's but you've got a, your day there. You're all comfy, comfy. It's pretty the hard for it. Like... <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's weird. But then they kill him, don't they? Yeah, he gets Who? his head chops off. What? The guy with the duvet around him. They murder they him. his head off, yeah. Oh, with a ceremonial knife. She like... But you don't see it. You see that... And then that's it. It cuts off to... Uh, Karate. <laughs> karate. <laughs> She's doing karate in a church hall with four middle-aged women in Lycra. They were the only ones who stayed for the uh, library <laughs> talk. They were like, we don't care about you, Master Ace. We just want to do aqua aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no karate next week because it's the holidays. No, yeah. Um, yeah, they had in that detail, which I said was a detail that we don't want, but we do deserve. <laughs> I don't really know what I was thinking. At it's good. It's so she can go running off hunting the amulet, innit? So she hasn't got any commitments with karate. She's oh, fine. so we know she's on her annual <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. when, she's, when she's staying in that shack in the forest later on, she's not, I have to get back for Margaret's. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> it's... So you can be like, she's took a week off work to do some amulet research. Yeah. It's a very swift scene. And is punctuated by a very old merc driving along and 
the blonde woman gets out to stop and she, no 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 she yells halt <laughs> she there's, a, there's a lot of that in this there's a lot of yeah chase him you fool and i'm like where are you from well like that but more irish <laughs> and then she strokes that big rock and then i've got a lot of these that's what she said <laughs> yeah there's a lot of innuendo uh, and there's a guy in a flouncy shirt just lurking in a bush like a normal boy. Oh, yeah. So Nessa, then she gets back home, also by a car, different car. Another 60s vintage for some reason. She parks in a very circular manner uh, outside her country house, complete with horse and dog. Yes, I noticed the horse and I thought, why is she not on that horse? Yeah, she used it earlier to get well, that there. was how she got everywhere. There's a horse walk back, so she has to leave her car there. <laughs> Maybe the she horse left the, the car, car there, and it's just an endless thing. Of, yeah. You know. She comes out, and that bloody horse has done one again. <laughs> oh, sure. mm, no. She doesn't, um, doesn't, notice, doesn't notice the man spying on her because she's noticed a very unconvincing henge in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the dog's name is Bran. Is it? I, it's okay. not relevant. No. Nope. Never see it again. We nope. never see it again. No, I thought Not at one point home invasion later on. Wandy was killing him, but no, it's just she then goes to speak to someone on a dig. Yeah. Is that what um, happens next? I mean yeah. I mean there's there's several scenes before that that don't matter. So <laughs> <laughs> she's reading um, a she's reading a book at home. Yeah, by candlelight it... because the electricity isn't connected yet. And it cuts to the uh, blurry scenes where there's Vaseline smeared on the camera lens of the, like... Some sort of the ritual, yeah. Some sort of thing going on, yeah. But you can't make any of it out because it is so blurry. That's what the olden days were like. <laughs> yeah, she... she <laughs> no, had bifocals. Everyone had five coma. She's <laughs> reading aloud to the dog for some reason about how there's two islands and that's according... There's like a spiritual one and a real one. And that's according to the four books that she's consulted on this. Uh, and then she falls asleep, has that nightmare about a ritual going on. And then it cuts to a man with a neck tattoo uh, tracing over one of her martial arts flyers for no discernible reason. <laughs> with a biro, but it's not making any marks on the paper. No, he's just tracing what's already there. Just... As though so he's drawn it. He's making a rubbing. <laughs> with a biro? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to know where I got that biro from in that shack. Uh, yeah, so uh, Nessa, it turns out, is a tour guide. And then the very next scene, it's her taking people to the Hill of Tara in Meath, Neolithic to Iron Age burial ground and ancient seat of kings. Apparently so. She says that the thing they're looking at is the mound of hostages, which is the most excruciating <laughs> euphemism for something I've ever heard. Mm, I do, yeah. What happens then? Uh, she talks to her friend, who is like, oh, no, we're having to pack up now. Uh, we've removed, like, a centimetre of topsoil. <laughs> Speed archaeology, isn't there? <laughs> a series of small walls. Yeah, you want to get in there with a digger and find a sword or a hat or something, isn't it? Well, this is what I don't get, because he, he lambasts. There's the racist lecturer is back, lambasting this archaeologist for not finishing a trench. It's like, well... You well, you, you're making me a pack up anyway, so what's what's it bothering? Well, what do you want me to find then? Is kind of what I want to say. I've been in that position before. He also um, has a go at him for talking to her oh, because yeah, she doesn't work on. there anymore. Yeah, he's he's not not a nice man. Hasn't she literally just been fired? 
Yeah, she got that tour guide gig like straight away. She must have had it on the back burner. There's a lot of shade about her being a tour guide. About tour guides in general. Well, she get, she says to him, uh, he goes, you don't work here anymore. And she goes, I'm allowed to be here. I'm a tour guide now. And he says, well, that's all you'll ever be. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. harsh, really? like... he's, he's, he's talking to the, the archaeologist. And then um, he says that he's got a German visitor coming. And then it cuts back to <laughs> In inverted the tour. Yeah. It goes back to the tour where Nessa was explaining that the Dana amulet was found in that series of trenches that they're digging that she used to be a part of. And then there's a man, her supervisor, who was standing about five yards away from her, who says, for Christ's sake, Miss McLaughlin, if you please. And then he's a mixture. I thought that was funny because it was a mixture of rude and polite. (laughs) Um, But he tells her to stick to the script. Uh, and there are scripts for tour guys. Yeah, that's that's. Um, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Enough, but it was in response to a question, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. And then uh, the pony. So he's got a ponytails man as well, in a suit. Uh, tells us stick to the script or she'll be fired in front of all these people who are there on the Which tour. Which is what you trip. want, isn't it? Yeah. And then Nessa just flat up abandons them. Yeah, fuck them. They the can find their own way back. The horse will come and get them one at a time. <laughs> The boomerang horse. <laughs> and this is where she uh, she she then talks to Desperate Dan the Digger. Desperate Dan the Digger man, that's where I put. Uh, who has found bones, but no way markers. And no way. The racist professor comes back. He then says, do you mind? That is, he reminded me of the Black Books man. He shouts at them anyway. And, um, and yeah, he says, uh, you're a tall guy and that's all you'll ever be. I also, I think, is this when the German lady shows up? Yeah, she says she's looking for the professor, and Nessa goes, is that short, fat fella there? Yeah, I was like, uh, I, I didn't look this up, but I think the guy who did the music for Fatal Deviation did the same music for this, because there's similar motifs of boom, ba! <laughs> All the way through it, it's great. <laughs> well, some are more, ah, and some are more monk chanting, ha, ha, music. That's his three, his three styles. <laughs> yeah, there is there is crossover, but I don't think sound is one of them actually. But uh, yeah, the professor meets this 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 woman correctly manages to locate him based on her description of him, uh, and then they have a very nauseating correspondence between each other. He I love comes on your papers. He comes on very German. strong. Yeah. Well, sort of proto-German, yeah. Pseudo-German. Uh, yeah, he like starts edging closer to a groin first. It's No. But this is where he finds out that he's called Professor Fay, but he doesn't believe in the Fay, which I thought was, was kind of ironic, really, isn't it? That's... He's also, she's Magda Walters from Berlin University. There are several universities that that could refer to, and I bet they're all horrified about being in any way associated <laughs> with this race. It's you. No, film. it's not. It's you. St. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's He was expecting her, and then he just seems absolutely clueless that this woman's turned up. Yeah. But then I think, actually, it's explained by he's surprised that she's a woman adding misogyny into the mix. Well, yeah, he's a Magda's a lady's a name. Anyway, she agrees to go for, to, goes to dinner with him, I believe, doesn't she? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, after the line, is it as splendid a piece as legend has it? And he says, Absolutely. That's what she said. 
<laughs> yeah, so the only way she's ever going to get to see this amulet that she desperately wants to see is to go to dinner with him. So they arrange a date uh, for the future. And that's coming up. And Nessa goes off to see a librarian friend, Cormac. Irish Giles, the tallest yes. librarian yeah. in the world. Complete <laughs> yeah. with tank top. I, I genuinely thought Anthony Stewart has. I genuinely thought he was really tall when she first walked in because you couldn't see his legs, and he was just. But then he steps down off a thing. And I was like, "Oh, he's not a man. <laughs> he's not a giant man." Oh, she also sits on a very, very squeaky seat as she sits down. They chat shit library? about the uh, local racist, who presumably, yeah. given that his lecture was held in the library, Cormac had some, you know, say in booking him. So, Irish Giles doesn't have a say in who it's, it's a public owned space, so he just has to let them use the yeah, the church hall aspect of it, I'm guessing. Yeah, they, they keep going about, about... The, the amulet and the fact that it's been recently <laughs> discovered and that everybody's talking about it. Ah, of Caesar in the background for no, There's no reason. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I think that's their um <laughs> um Fish sculpture, <laughs> whale sculpture. Yeah. I think that's their, 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 their sign of classiness. <laughs> no, I've got that a bit later on. It's something else. Um, the thing that really stood out for me, though, is that Cormac says it's demeaning for somebody of your qualifications to be guiding tours. I just thought, fucking wait 10 years. Yeah. Fuck it. You'll all be working in Mondis. <laughs> Stacking that crisp and dry ain't going to stack itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we cut to the, the, the quote-unquote restaurant. The which, darkest, emptiest restaurant ever. Which is just someone's dining table in their house. I'm sorry. Yeah, lit by one light bulb. <laughs> That's swinging backwards. <laughs> well, they yeah. don't even have any wine. They've just got Ribena. Oh, I reckon that's proper wine. I reckon he insisted. No, it doesn't. didn't look like it to me. In between the, in between the restaurant scene where they're flirting... She does weird, weird arm things in her garden before she goes on the day. Oh, yeah. What about that? Arm oh, yeah. yeah. What the fuck was all that about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I thought she's done weird arm waving in the garden. Yeah, and oh, then I it did get straight that. to dinner. I think I it's some the, sort uh, of. Um... I said that it was a come at me, bro. <laughs> oh, I think it's to harness the, the power of the ley lines or something. Yeah. Ugh, don't. <laughs> um, but while they're eating in someone's dining room slash restaurant, uh, Someone's house or something somewhere is being burglarized by someone. By with a Kirby grip, when everybody knows in Ireland the way to break a lock is hit it with oh, a brick with a giant <laughs> rock. Yeah. yeah, yes, the Irish doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Fay says that he's named after Pope Sylvester, who never existed. So his <laughs> mum was lying then, uh, and then she writes his name down in old. <laughs> a napkin, yeah. And I like that there was a nice illustration of a septic tank in the background. <laughs> oh, but there is a, there is, there is, a, there is a clue, though, here, because he says, you know they only used that to mark the dead. And she's like, yes. I, I was like, because she's going to kill him in a bit, isn't she? Whoever is burglarising the house, it goes on for ages, that burglarised yeah. scene. Like, she opens so up every, every drawer in that room. <laughs> Bolts like, around with the torch for a bit as yeah. well. Uh, and then she finds this half, as it turns out, of the um, Danu amulet. It looks like someone's made it out of plaster of Paris and, and stuck some bejeweled gems to it. And then she proceeds to draw a fucking picture of it. 
She like <laughs> she does a rubbing with tracing paper. No, she doesn't. She draws a picture of it. I swear to God, she draws a picture. I expected it to be tracing, and then when it wasn't, my brain just kind of shut down. Yeah, I, I was like, it's tracing paper. At. She's borrowed that man's biro, and she's doing a rubbing. It's with a magic biro. Maybe it's like one of those pens that remembers what you've drawn, and then like. But it's at this point in the film, I've had enough of this damn amulet already. Yeah, um, but in 2000, we had camera phones, didn't we? No. No, we we had tracing paper and biro. Okay. We had cameras and we had phones. She's going everywhere by horse. What? what, As if she's going to have a phone. Okay, all right. (laughs) Oh, um, there was an interesting line here from Professor Faye. He says that all the Danan stuff is poppycock, which I put made him... A very salient Victorian industrialist. Yeah. No one's used that since then. And there's more adventures of the, the darkness. And I because this was the, the thing that I didn't get. That what was she doing? Because she was trying to really find the amulet because she, she found it and then it was thought, snatched away from her so she couldn't get a chance to look at it properly. I thought she was gonna do a sort of revenge poo on his desk. <laughs> Why didn't um, she just take the amulet? Why was she drawing it? Then they'd know someone had burglarized it and then everyone had been so what yeah, was she just going to leave a drawing there? I think she just wanted to interpret the, Rubbing the artistry. Oh, yeah. who knows? Who knows um, what her original intentions were? Back while they're having dinner as well, there's some excellent fake giggling. Oh, no, this is when they've come back because they're both leather and she's come back to his house. Oh, because he says to her, when in Ireland, you need to know how to enjoy yourself. Yeah. And she giggles. <laughs> uh, and then I've just got in capital letters, I make the trouble. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, the director. Yeah. He does I say that. yeah. And this is where we get to the, the whale statue of this film is the drinking horns on the wall, which appear yeah. throughout. They do. They I was like, okay, you've spent some money on those. Uh, these every, doesn't look complete enough. Every, every. In. So there's high drama as Professor Racist and the German sniffer come back and Ness is Love still the Tory gifts though. <laughs> do you want to do you want to describe the tour a bit more? Here is my paper with the dig on. Look at it on the wall. Here is my big amulet. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. He, uh, he says that it's not as big a find as the scream chalice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I looked that. I tried to look that up. It's not a thing. It's the screaming chalice. <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, like a, a mandrake. You know, you pull it up and it just screams. So you, yeah. <laughs> He then goes to read his own <laughs> papers while chanting yes to himself. Yep, he's just he's, show, he's trying to impress her with his uh, thingy. She whips out a knife slash letter opener. Is it the Lego knife? Or is it just a regular it knife? I can't um, remember. It isn't a ritual, but it is a knife that's introduced. So. And while Nessa is hiding in the cupboard, she slits his throat. Not for you, Professor. Papers. <laughs> Which I, I am thought that. <laughs> and I read the papers at this point. And it's, it's just bullshit. Yeah, I, mean, I imagine. It's, it's difficult to read because it is, you know, splashed with ketchup. <laughs> but all he's done is put stuff like, they travelled to Ireland in little boats. And then he draws a picture of a little boat. And it's it's that kind of, like, bullshit. Oh. Well, that's how like, the... I, I thought it's a good thing, mate, that she never saw that because she would have been so unimpressed. I have come all the way from Germany to look at your little boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Vanessa jumps out from under the desk, which confused me because I thought she was in the cupboard. Yeah, I thought she was in the cupboard, but no, turns out she was under the desk. Um, and then, and then the bongo karate, the bongo karate fight begins. She like slaps her. She runs downstairs. She judo chops a guy, which I thought was great. These henchmen are very, very bad at henching, I will say. As they're supposed to be like world-class mercenaries, I think she refers to them and as. She grabs one and knees it in each bollock and then pushes <laughs> yeah, it down. She judo chops him and then as he goes down, she like sticks the uh, yeah her knee into him. And the other one and falls over. Doing so well. surprising that at this bit they completely forget that they're Germans, stick to English from now on. <laughs> no, from no, 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 no. They run off into the. Fo- She's like, go and go and chase her into the forest, yeah. Um, and into they're the like, oh, the forest, the oh my balls. <laughs> and then they run in, and then Flouncy Shirt Man, he's like, Stavros. <laughs> I just called him Flouncy Shirt because I couldn't be bothered <laughs> learning names. He's called uh, Stavros all the way through, man. Because <laughs> okay. he looked like he could be your Greek waiter. He's like, come with me. And she's like, okay, random man hanging out in a spooky forest at night in a flouncy dress. Are she you a vampire? She's got karate choppers, aren't she? They hide in like an abandoned castle. Yeah. That's just in this forest. And think, yeah, this is this is all shot and trim. And I refuse to believe otherwise that it's not all the same location shots from yeah. total deviation. Yep, yeah, I'm assuming it's just... in the same murder forest. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Same abbey. They shot it at night, so no one would know. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the goons have their torches, don't they? They have a, some torches. Colin, Colin, um, Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell? Yeah. Who? Flouncy shirt? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Non-union. But this is, this is where we get some more German, because they lose um, Nessa, and they go, Scheiße! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they hide for ages while they flash these torches around. <laughs> oh, and this is um, this is a very super hands piece of music where it's just one long note. <laughs> and it's like the longer the note, the more dread, which I thought was very good. Magda goes to revisit the office to find that it's full of no, 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 no. They come back and they're like, "We can't find her." Sorry, and then she does some swearing. I think she calls them fucking idiots. Oh, she gets very cross, doesn't she? Yeah, and I think she says shit as well. Because she's, yeah, she's angry now. You're supposed to be very good German guards, yeah? And yet you <laughs> fucking can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, little and large. I love the smaller one. He's, got, he's the most <laughs> Irish looking person. He's a little bald head. <laughs> I liked the shooting on the hill where one guy's like, I've got an action post when I shoot him. And he just <laughs> flies flat on the ground. It's great. He takes her back to his house in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, this so this dead. mystery man. Uh, takes takes her deeper into the forest. Uh, oh, I also put discount Poldark as well on account of this shirt. It's fancy shirt, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sparks fly between them. He introduces himself as Dermot. And yeah, and then there's a massive I'm pause, Nessa. and she goes, "I'm Nessa." <laughs> <laughs> She's probably and thinking he... it in because I I can't spell his name, hence why he got called Stavros all the way through my notes. I was just like, editing is important. <laughs> and then he says. I'll go outside and get some wood. That's what, That's she, what said. she said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And Nessa's stroking things on the wall. Yeah, them horns. <laughs> drinking <laughs> horns. The drinking horns are in this room, yeah. So I stop touching my stuff, love. 
And there's also some dry twigs, which I thought Lachlan would have loved. <laughs> He's probably arranged them eventually. <gasps> if Lachlan's flouncy shirt's dad, he's Mikey's estranged brother. In the, oh man, he is Krakatoa. <laughs> and that's the end of Act One. Uh, I've yes. actually managed to sort of devise how this is put together, milked very badly. And we get to the opening sequences of Act Two, where Dermot is preparing a breakfast of what appears to be a leek. A red onion and a slice of cheese. I mean, I wouldn't say no. Well, this part confused me because he said there's no electricity, so we could cook the breakfast, but then turns the radio on. Clockwork radios exist. I don't know what that is. What is a clockwork radio? It's a radio that's powered by clockwork. They were invented it... by a British man. Um, it's like or... a clock and the radio. It's a wind, wind up radio. A wind I'm up go- radio. I'm... I'm Googling it now. It's a real thing. It was invented by a British man um, for places in poorer countries where they don't, Mm. can't afford thingy. Oh, it's the clockwork just provides electricity. Turns out you don't need a lot of electricity. Oh, it's like them lights where you have to on the way to the pilot when you go through. Like a dynamo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's what they had before podcasts in those days. (laughs) You go out and turn the crank. She turns on this radio and the news report says that they found a scarf. Uh, and they're making inquiries. So she immediately backtracks on the whole, oh, let's go to the Garda idea. Yeah, because I don't know about you, but I'd be able to identify anyone's scarf at 20 paces. <laughs> got a DNA all Unless over it's it. got Nessa, the karate woman, across the <laughs> back of it. The karate uh, tour guide. I got distracted at this point. Because I'll show this... you the sights and get you in fights. That's going to be a catchphrase. <laughs> I got distracted at this point because Dermot appears to have a tattoo of a carnosaur on his neck. Does he? It's never explained what it's his tattoo something. is. I didn't know what it was. Oh, I assumed it that was... Or a T-Rex's little grabby hand. I assumed it was like a... Um, the Celtic... What's it called? The, the, the whirly thing. Yeah, I thought it was so, supposed to be that. Because isn't he part of a... The whirly thing. That, the crank the, on his radio. The, the it's the it's the three into one thing. I oh, know what right. I mean because um, he is part. As it turns out, he is part gypsy. That's well, how they refer to them. That's not me so. referring to them. Did they so, actually say that? I was well, very he, confused. We'll get to that. He calls her grandmother. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she looks at him like he's a piece of meat. He keeps doing that. Every time he walks away, she's got a kind of like, hate to see you go, but like looking at your leaves sort of thing. Uh, the German's back. Yep. She's got jam all over her letter opener. <laughs> Is this Every where she's talking scene. to the police? Oh, yeah. Well, immediately before that, um, they're saying stuff like, how shall we do that? And she's saying, idiot, uh, it's the worst German accent you've ever heard. She yep. decides then and there to go up to the Garda and say, I was the last person to see the murdered man alive. And then the detective goes, well, except for the killer. And she goes, uh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> and I thought, oh, isn't she great at this? She just implicated herself in a murder. <laughs> what was the point in going up there? Because she thought she's being clever, but it turns out she's not. That's the thing, isn't it? And then one of the detectives says, she's a fine-looking woman. 
And then the detective says, I don't know, it's something about her. And then they have a, a brief conversation about how she's the last person to see her alive, and they're not quite sure if she's a suspect. Yeah. Because they're the worst detectives on earth. <laughs> well, it's normally just like County Meath crimes, isn't it? Like bridge murder, <laughs> rumbles in Londis, <laughs> illegal karate tournaments. You know. She then goes back to the goons, and it turns out that they were standing all this time next to a fresh fruit and veg store. <laughs> Which was weird as fuck. Is this where she finds the leaflet for Nessa's karate club? Nailed to the to a door, presumably with a rock, <laughs> uh, which advertises a business in Laracor, which is south of Trim, thus confirming that this it is, all happens. It's all in. It's Trim. all in the same region. Uh, Nessa then sneaks back home, so she needs more information on what's happening. Uh, she can't go to the police, obviously. This place is fucking useless. They're outside, well, they're out eating butties, aren't they? Yeah. They are, they're in a 60s police car as well. Yeah, they're in an old panda, yeah. Uh, and he breaks his concentration for just a moment by sniffing his sandwich, <laughs> allowing Nessa the cover to enter her own property. Mm, egg. <laughs> Again, no dog. Don't know where the dog's gone. Bran's dead, mate. He's, he's run <laughs> off. He's, he's run into the, into the woods to join the Irish wolves. Yeah. I noticed at this point that there are a lot of empty bottles. I've got why? Why just a collection of empty bottles? Like a normal alcoholic has. <laughs> is this when the two bad guys, the two Irish henchmen, sorry, German henchmen, uh, come into the house to get her? Yeah. And she goes, catch! Throws something at him and then just boots him. <laughs> and then yeah, locks they, herself in the bathroom. They do disable the cop outside. You see him. I thought he was dead, but he was just sort of... No, the jam coming out of his nose. Yeah. Yeah. Over his lunch. Um, and then, yeah, they attack. She throws a bucket um, throws the bucket at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But they got... the second goon by going upstairs. But they've got guns now. She goes upstairs, locks herself in the bathroom, <laughs> drops her little leather pouch. It's got a really jangly buckle on it. It just annoyed me, that buckle, because you can hear it all the way through. Well, that's what old ladies have at the market. So they can hear pop picket. Pop picket. <laughs> oh, my God. Pocket pick, 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 pick pockets. Pick pockets is the word <laughs> you're looking for. It's all got a bit thingy. Alan Freeman. Um, <laughs> You've got to pick a pocket or two. Yeah. Uh, but they've got, they've got guns well. now. I also like when he broke the bathroom door down, it just opened. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be breaking my bathroom door. Uh, yeah, she they'd all drop the guns. Um, the German lady picks up a gun, but obviously because they couldn't legally like fire blanks or whatever, she just stands for long periods of times while the after effect <laughs> bullets in. Which is great. a clip of that onto this woman. Yeah, she does empty a clip her. onto her. She chases her down to a fence where she gets onto a horse with flames. Yeah, Davros has brought the horse. That horse will go to anyone. <laughs> I think it's just like Uber. You just... <laughs> it must yeah. have stamped on it somewhere, Jutex Machina. <laughs> no, that was it. Oh, anyway. Um... Uh, and then the camera lingers on Magda just watching them go for a long time. Well, she, she's fired, but fired, she's fired six bullets at You mean at the bald goon, the little bald man. She goes back and he's like, oh, she punched, she kicked me into balls again. <laughs> and she literally points the gun at him and pulls the trigger, but the gun's empty. And at this point, I'd be like, 
I'm going to leave. <laughs> he completely loses his shit because he just then accepts the gun and just tucks it down his front. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> well, there's no bullets in it. It's not going to blow his junk off, is it? Well, it couldn't miss. He's had two days of being kicked in the stones. It must be like grapefruits <laughs> in there. Magda then wanders aimlessly about the cottage. I put here unnecessary music, but I didn't know what that meant. Oh yeah, there's just like spooky drama music going on. Yeah, I think I think it's more boom, boom stuff again. <laughs> One of his three styles that he's got. Yeah, that was annoying. This <laughs> way, he's got the goons just staring at the wood. Like you watch that wood there while she has to go and just her. Off to the thing. murder woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> watch out for that monk. <laughs> <laughs> Get that mad monk. Um, yeah, she decides to go back to the scene of the crime because that's. A brilliant idea, having implicated herself already in the murder. And uh, meanwhile, Dermot helps Nessa off the horse in the murder woods. Uh, she gets her gammy foot out and it's badly sprained. Very badly sprained, he says. And he's like, stay there. And she's like, I can't go anywhere. I've got a sprained foot. And he uh, goes and gets his woodland pestle and mortar. Yeah. That he just has stashed in a stump nearby, I'm guessing. Somewhere, yeah. For just such emergencies. Uh, he grinds up some stuff, puts it on a foot, and lo and behold. <laughs> See, I was confused because I thought she'd hurt her knee, and then all of a sudden it was her ankle. But I don't how know. Is, you, how's I, that stuff on her ankle going to heal her? Oh, my lower body. It's the Celtic <laughs> way. I don't know why I said that in a German way. That was a better accent than any of them. It's just the Celtic ways, yeah. Just... Oh, and then he tries to feed her again. He's obsessed with food. Yeah. I mean, he's got a load of leeks there he needs to get rid of. <laughs> Tells her to not do anything mad while he goes and gets some food. <laughs> Off down the leek shop. <laughs> How many do you want for your tea? Can we not get some? No. <laughs> what? It's have... leek surprise. <laughs> what is it? A leek. Yeah. <laughs> with a bit of red onion in. <laughs> and if you're lucky, a bit of cheese. Not cheese. <laughs> we didn't expect such a rush. While all this is going on, Magda is talking to the goons and realizes that Nessa is interested in the amulet. Yeah. But doesn't know where the gateway is. No. And also, in the background, there's a statue of a little stooping man. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Which I thought was strange, but there we go. She then uh, uh, proceeds to do a ritual, which involves... Anybody know? Flailing about again, weren't it? No, well, it, she was sat on some pillows, some red, nice red pillows. Um, she's got ten candles, some fancy teapots. <laughs> and she recites at the same time as Nessa's doing it, reading a book out in the murder book. Oh, yeah, that was quite good, that. A poem. Was it the oxen in seven battles poem? Or is this it this is one? James's beat, pawn, beat, oh, okay. uh, beat poem chicana every week. A new style. <laughs> I don't know why I do this because I'm rubbish at public speaking. Get the bongos playing, Joe. That's what I've got to get doing. I've got to find bongo music for this. Can I at least, when the podcast goes out, can I have an establishing goal? I am the wind of the sea. I am the waves in the storm. I am the sound of the ocean. And the seven-antlered stag. I am a hawk on the cliff, a drop of dew in the sun, a fragile flower, the boar of braveness. I am the salmon in the loch. Lake on the plain, a hill with ditches, a work of art, a piercing point that pours out of streams of rage, 
I am the god who ignites the fire in the mind, the one with the power who is the god, who fashions blades on a hill of sickness. And I just added some lines which were, I am the knees of the bees, I am the bollocks of the dog, the pajamas of the cat. <laughs> My first is in shoe, but not in horse. That was All lovely, James. I admire your dedication it. to stopping the film and writing it down. <laughs> that's what made this take three sittings. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, that's a level of dedication I could never put into this, sorry. I think I did three sittings, but with three different ritual versions. <laughs> <laughs> um, the point of all of that, though, is there are sort of secret clues as to where the amulet and gateway are. Yeah, it gets very um, Nick Cage uh, national treasure at this point, mm. but Worse, it does. Because... All of that was very lovely poetry, and Dermot officer his bed like a gentleman, and a tiny candle. <laughs> yep. The next day, I think, do they go no, to? She, she finds the leaflet of him that he's drawn on. Oh yeah. Oh, does she? But then doesn't say anything. She just looks at it and goes. Oh well. Bit of a weird, <laughs> he might it? murder me, but whatever. I've got his bed for the night. It's called Irish photocopy in that. <laughs> she could give him some tracing paper and that would solve all that, wouldn't it? <laughs> She's used it all up. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Right, so now it's the morning. And they go to, to a round tower. A graveyard, a nice romantic date. It's well, got a, it's got an actual Irish round tower in it. It does, yes. Uh, early medieval. Uh, it's, it's called Donagmore. I looked it up. It's the only round tower in me, so it must be. Uh, there's a nice Celtic cross there. Uh, Dermot, we find out, doesn't like graveyards because there's too many spirits. Yeah. Well, too many spirits doesn't bother Nessa. As we no, because of all the empty bottles in her flat. <laughs> <laughs> She's the like, more spirits, the better. I'll put fairy lights in them and sell them on Etsy. <laughs> Uh, oh. Nestor explains that Christians repurposed all the old stones. Which is true. Uh, it, it is true. Um, yeah. And that the big cross is more ancient. Um, yes, than the rest appears. of it. Yeah. And there are secret clues on it that must be deciphered by running from side to side to side to side of it over and over again. Well, not being... ripping the ivy off, just looking under the ivy. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give people a clue, do you? Swear mm. it is. All this while being harried by crows in every direction, it sounds like. <laughs> Oh my god, there are two halves to the amulet. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh right, that would make sense, because an amulet like that, like a kidney shape that it is, is a bit weird, isn't it? And then she checks one of the markings with her like little pocket mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yes, was... it's this. How do you know that's a makeup mirror? So what is she's that? She's clearly proving? seen like one half of the amulet. She's thinking, well, if I put a mirror here, then two like doing symmetry in primary school. That's what yeah. she's doing. You could do a V or a W. <laughs> uh, she uh, finds that out in time and they rush off. They, they rush off. And then as it. soon as they've left, yep. the German contingent show up, walk, walk directly over someone's grave, which is just bad juju, <laughs> isn't it? Right? And then she's like, ha, 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 ha. She has done all the work for me. <laughs> yeah, and then they leave, and then some random guy who's just clearly within sightline of everyone just goes and follows them. <laughs> that was Cormac. Cormac was there. I know, 
Was it Karma? I thought it was the policeman. I thought it was the policeman because he just didn't oh, shoot him at the end, didn't he? Yeah, he follows them up to the mound in a minute. If it, if it was Cormac, he'd be like, coming in, because he's a big giant, isn't he? He's a big puppet man. <laughs> Magda reads out T-E-A-M-H-A-I-R. You ain't got no alibi. Which she does that without out, a mirror. She's way better at reading this spells note. out team hair. <laughs> is that their team name? Is it like <laughs> The Apprentice? Oh, is that why Baldy's not allowed in? <laughs> we're Team Velocimax and we're Team Hair. Team Hair Flick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, there is a subtitle after that. Um, or I think she's scribbled it down on a piece of paper or something because it does actually say Team Hair. I think it's Temer or something like yes. that. And Lock Crow, which is where they All them crows are caring at. <laughs> Um, everyone's sneaking up on everybody else. It's like, but no sneaky music. No bomb. <laughs> music. It's ideal for sneaking. <laughs> and, and they I go up the, to the a series of burial mounds. Sneaking. Yeah. Uh, and we see Flouncy Shirt's map, which is so detailed, I, I, I almost died. It was three hills with you are here pointing in the middle. <laughs> Um, oh, um, Dermot and Nessa go into town first. They all rust bucket into town. Yes, yeah, she goes into a phone box. I can't remember. Really? Because this was high drama, even though nothing Yeah, she happened. rings Carmack. Yeah. But she didn't explain why it wasn't him that was there. I see. Ah. <laughs> Lurking in the woods, yes. <laughs> With his giant phone. Hello! <laughs> there's, a, there's a policeman there. This makes less sense because the policeman is in town and he spots a woman <laughs> next to a tractor. There was, one very long <laughs> there was two policemen. One's got yeah. jam coming out of his nose outside the house. one of them's dressed yeah. as a detective and the other one is dressed as a policeman. What's the difference between a detective and a policeman? Plain clothes detective. Oh, yeah. right, okay. The detectives are like the ones you see on TV and then the police are the, like the beat cops. Yeah, like the difference between the Bill and say like the Sweeney. Sweet you won't know either of there. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> the Sweeney. Yeah. The Sweeney. Yeah, they get him into this this funeral mound after deducing that it's not the one they think it is, it's this other one. Or some shit. But how did they get there? Oh, I don't know. Oh, in the stolen car. Yeah, is old maroon coloured van. Oh yeah, which he absolutely razzes down that road. I know it's country <laughs> lane, but he's talking to her. he's not even looking. He's like, yeah, they, anyway. They razz it down the road and then we have a close-up of that man and woman just talking on the street. It's like, are they something to do with it? They paid £100 each to be in the front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Dermot says something cryptic there about how he hasn't outlived his usefulness by acquiring this car, which clearly... He must think that she'll off him. And it's a really weird sort of hostage situation thing to say. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they do get to these stones. Yep. Uh, and they, because you said it isn't the one they think it is. They go into this other one. Yeah, because they say that the biggest, the, the biggest one, one is a decoy, man. Yeah. Which I don't understand because the biggest one is the one that you would see because it's bigger. Because Magda sees it because she's got her binoculars. Her German binoculars. She's on it. Her nine oculars. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs her head off at a pile of scree. Uh, and then gets very angry at the simple... <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you mean Mr. Knott? I need to put a fade <laughs> on that rather than a, a clean cut off. Yeah, they go into this, this secret non-decoy mound. <laughs> and uh, Nessa rubs a load of walls for ages. I think there's some drinking. No, not in there. Uh, and then she's like, it's to do with the moon. Or the four moons? The four suns in it. Uh, yeah. It was some wacky nonsense, wasn't it? It looked well, like the spirally with... thing from Moana. Again, yeah, that's what I thought. Again, it's to do with um, the solstices and yes. Beltane and Samhain. And Sarwin. Whatever. It's pronounced Sarwin. But this is where it all got very <laughs> national treasure. Yeah. Uh, she pulls like a, give me your knife, she says. And he hands like a, a Swiss army knife. She pulls out a stone from the middle, puts it in this other thing, and then a door opens, and I'm like, I should have checked that for traps first, shouldn't she? Like She's Mm. never played D&D before. I don't think she's fully understood it anyway, because she says it's a solar map, but then there's four suns, so it's not the solar system then. No, that's not how solar maps work. I don't know. I thought it would be something to do with the sun coming into the cave, but at no point does the love, sun come into the cave. I love the confidence of that, though. That's yeah. not how a solar map works. <laughs> it's not how a solar map works. Not from not from Earth, anyway. Not if you're an ancient druid, it isn't, is it? I thought all of this was very much inspired by Tomb Raider, which would have been very recent at that time. Possibly, yeah. 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 More horns yeah. on the wall. They go in, there's a big um, crypt. There's horns on the wall. Bruce, One of Bruce Forsyth's lesser used catchphrases there. <laughs> <laughs> and she opens this tomb and Flouncy Shirt is like, can you stop desecrating this grave, please? And she's like, fuck you, I'll do what I want. I'm not even Irish. <laughs> tomb looks like a papier-mâché construction. Yeah, I mean, come on. You... Limited budget, and they spent it on that horse, that stunt horse. Well, they didn't spend it on lighting, did they? No, no. no. <laughs> Again, I think it was a guy with two torches. I think it was them German they only lads. They had one bulb, and they didn't expect such a rush. <laughs> yeah, so she opens it up, and then she's like, "I'm going to nick this as well." And he's like, "Fine, you do whatever you want, because <laughs> I'm powerless to stop you now." She's got the but other. She took his knife as well. She's got his Swiss Army knife. Curse is my one weapon. And she could have need him in the balls as well, her secret move. <laughs> oh, Magda appears with goons. Yeah, with the goons, and they, they're like, ha, 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 thank you for leading us to this thing. We never would have found... It's all a bit Indiana Jonesy, isn't it, that bit, actually? Yeah. With the, yeah. uh, the staff of Ra and all that jazz, yeah. Oh, and the Nazis. And the, and they had better Well, they're not Nazis, well. they're German. It's like, I'm not drawing that comparison, James. That's up to you. Uh, well, I mean, she was like... Well, on the way to banging that racist professor, so read everything that he wrote. That did she flattery will get you everywhere with racist yeah. professors. <laughs> Do you not know? I've not got that t shirt. <laughs> um, uh, there's a very awkward scene then when they all exit the mound, yeah, and sexy police head. pose, yeah, on top of the mound. He's pow, like, pow. I've practiced on top all of my mound of scream. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, freeze! And Magda's like, I have found them. <laughs> like, trying to be innocent. And then, like, don't the goons just start shooting for some reason? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think yeah. he might have shot first, the goons shoot back, 
And this was obviously this policeman yeah. must have walked fucking miles to get there. Yeah, because they and were razzing it down that country lane. So unless he called an Uber horse to get there, <laughs> and then that horse is like, I'm knackered, man. I don't go south of the river this time of night. <laughs> he gets there, but they're shooting at each other from what about 80 yards? <laughs> and they still can't hit. Oh, yeah, it's a pew pew. Um, Bald goes down. Bald gets shot. Uh, and then I think the oh, policeman gets me. shot. Help me. <laughs> yeah. help me! Help me! I love that man. I love him. He gets shot. <laughs> the other the other guy does his action pose and lies flat on the ground, thus presenting a bigger target to hit, which I don't think you're meant to do, but I don't know. He manages to shoot the copper to death, I think. <laughs> and then, help me! Them two, them two run off while all this is going on. Uh, the German, and then she just literally picks up his gun, shoots him, and leaves him. She's like, "Oh, like, what's it?" She, no, I think she says to the other guy, "Move the body." And I was like, "Just put it in that." That's not what she's thinking about in the next scene. Oh no! Now she's like, "Rip off my leotard." <laughs> so they, they, she's the got two halves of the that. amulet. Sorry, at this point, she's yeah. got two halves. Oh, of yeah. the amulet. And they put them together, and it does not fit. <laughs> no, it By doesn't. A, clear bit it doesn't fit oh Which she I'll... tries to put them together and then we have the weird jurassic park water scene where the water starts moving oh yeah yeah, yeah. she's in someone's house possibly a hotel i don't know with ponytail mercenary and he's like you didn't have to kill hans or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and she's like take off my clothes and do it to me german style put this belt round your neck yeah, again. Mm. Oh, we've we've Were they not we've in the library? Bit. We've jumped ahead a bit because Have we? there's an important bit where Dermot takes Nessa back to the encampment. Oh, that's... meets he... the old lady. Meets... They skin some rabbits, which is over a cold fireplace. Yeah, well. Oh, bloody yeah, hell. they meet Grandma, who I think we're supposed to believe is his grandma. I don't, but it I don't could know, just be like all a... these scenes are sort of interspersed anyway, so you do get a bit of Magda doing oh, something evil. Because, yeah, because Flouncy Shirt's been flesh wounded. Yes. And he's yeah. like, I'll be okay. And then she puts like a pulsis on it and he, he's fine. And then there's like some cryptic words that the old lady says or something. Who I genuinely thought was a proper actress and I looked her up and she isn't. She doesn't appear in anything else, I don't think. She was, she was decent. I'm sure I've seen her in something else, but I think I might be confusing it with Brenda Fricker from mm-hmm. Casualty. And stuff. It's not important, but yeah. I thought she I'd seen her in something else. worse things than dying. And then she wants some food. All gypsies in this film are obsessed with food. That's their word, not ours. But yeah, that's how yeah, they refer sorry. to themselves. Yeah, I just want to clear that up. I, know, I, I never heard that. I just thought they were supposed to... I thought... Actually, they were like mythical Danan people who existed no, outside of no, time. No, they were just... Um... I mean, my theory is shot down by the fact that she has all medieval stuff beside her and a colander and a mug of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Some industrial process has gone into that. Yeah, Maybe they, ent- they only enter the real world to acquire basic cutlery. Lots and bands, cutlery, <laughs> pepper grinders, stuff like that, yeah. But then it's the sexy, sexy scene. The sexy scene, which... I'm glad we, yeah, they cut that short because it was all a bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. There it is a bit where takes you, place they... next to a statuette of a gorilla yeah. and some modern giraffes. <laughs> I mean, that's why I got kicked out of the gift shop at the zoo. But... 
And then back at the the, the gypsy camp, it's night time. They've lit that fire now, so they're cooking some rabbits on that, which you shouldn't eat rabbit anyway because it contains like no nutritional value to humans, yeah. I think. Um, on its own. All right, so you have some carrots with it, or some leeks. Carrot, <laughs> rabbit and leeks too. Uh, and then a, a lady comes out and dances for ages. Don't know why. Oh, but um, the old woman quizzes Nessa about yeah. why she wants to find the gateway and get the amulet back. And Nessa explicitly says that she doesn't know why she's doing it, which just must mean that it's for plot reasons. <laughs> I'll tell you later after training. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she gives her a blanket and says, go find Stavros on top of that knackered tower there. Oh, well, before that happens... <laughs> Because that sounds really nice. Yeah, that's quite a nice thing to do, really. She says to freshen up before dinner uh, and come back a bit later. And then tells Dermot to straight on cold-blooded murderer. Oh, yeah, like, we don't want really... the gateway opening. Yeah. Well, she's there. Nessa gave a completely unconvincing answer to why she wanted the gateway. So I've got... I see the motive there. This is a really dodgy... Yeah, person, he does say you, she does say you will have to kill her to protect the Fae or something. And he interprets that as shagger to death. <laughs> no, he does yeah. try when she's looking out over that old window. So she goes walks up over to, to it with his hands out to push her very slowly. And then he's like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't do it. He doesn't, he doesn't follow through with murdering her. He can't. I, I didn't know why, though. Grandma just couldn't have come up with other ideas like, oh, can you suss her out a bit more? Or see if her intentions are honest. Yeah, we'll imprison her. We'll imprison her in the tower for a period of time when we consult Zap. No, just kill her. No, she knows about just murder that. No, she doesn't know about the Irish door knocker. No, she doesn't. She uses a Kirby grip. Yeah, Mm. take the pins out of her hair, trapped forever. Magda has (laughs) changed into a sexy red number for her amulet wafting now. I wondered. If that was a negligee. I, don't know I what thought it was a negligee. I thought, has she shagged the goon, put on a sexy negligee, or has she killed the goon and put on a sexy... Something has warranted her putting on the sexy negligee. Yeah, I don't think we've seen the goon the again, do we? I'm not sure that you do. No, uh, I got the horse. She starts uh, a, a new ritual, which involves largely all the same stuff from last time. Ten candles. Not got the pots and pans from last time, Just though. Just less clothing. Yeah. That's all you but there is... There is a Christmas cracker on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Nessa and Flamesy Shirt go at it like knives. She is asleep and has this weird vision. Oh, that's when there's the... No, it's when the shagging she has the weird vision. Oh, is, yeah. it, is it when the... Sh- yeah. Uh, it's just what you it, need when you're having an orgasm. A lot of Vaseline people. A lot of Vaseline people yelling and banging shields. And she's got a wig on for some reason in this fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's got a red wig on. She's always wanted to be a redhead. I was like, why? It's not even a good wig. <laughs> oh, I see. It's in the past. Right. Because uh, she's to be sacrificed, isn't she? Uh, Magda from the olden times? Or is it someone else? It's some sort of witch woman comes and puts the amulet down. By her head. By her head. And he's like, ah, something. But when redhead Nessa is in them rings, did you see? This, her arms were in them rings, and they were massive rings. She could have just pulled them out of them. Oh, yeah, easy. Very easy to pull your arms out of them, flipped them all off and got home, yeah. And then, and then it falls into darkness, and that is the end of Act 2. So... No, does it not? Does she not? No, because then 
um, Flamesy Shirt from the past rushes in to save her and cuts the amulet in twain, doesn't he? And rescues her, and then he gets murdered. I think that's a little bit later. There's a little bit more of the flashback that gets unveiled. So I, I, I mean, I've, oh, my next bit is someone's drawn on her face in Biro, so I probably have <laughs> missed a lot. Oh, my, mine was the note she leaves him. <laughs> when she wakes up in the hay, in the pile of hay, she leaves him a note that basically says, gone to the library, thanks for the sex. Nice! <laughs> it doesn't even say that much. Yeah, it says, <laughs> so she wakes up, day four, uh, she's, she's alone because he's on a wall. He's just sitting on a wall, just having a bit of you know time to himself. So she leaves a very considerate note, gone to library. This is all in caps. Gone to library, need to find when ritual took place back soon, Ness. Which doesn't make sense. When ritual took place? When it, it when it's going to take place? Well, it turns out that day. Because <laughs> that day <laughs> is the summer solstice. Yeah. She goes to see Cormac on the back of this, who's busy filing some National Geographic. Yeah. And <laughs> never is. The work of the world's tallest librarian <laughs> never ends. He just unveils himself. Um, as though he was coming up in a lift. <laughs> Unfolds himself. No, he's just standing up. That's just how tall he is. She wants more information about the legend. He's a bit reluctant. Uh, she says, oh, go on. But the book is there and ready. It's like he knew she was coming. Yeah. Open and ready, much like Dermot last night. hey <laughs> Yeah, so it turns out it's going to be that day. Uh, does she get kidnapped or bonked on the head or something? So what happens with this? I can't remember. A, uh, they, they mentioned that if the gateway isn't open properly with the correctly aligned amulets, uh, it will bring about the wrath of the Danans. And then she asks about standing oh, still. <laughs> very, very pushy. She yeah. instructs him on what to read next, even though she hasn't read it yet. And then he reads it. Well, that's because uh, he's then... got that magnifying square. She gets transfixed by the, both the magnifying square and a title page where it just like illustrates a massive letter A or something like that. <laughs> when? <laughs> when he goes to go and answer the door, which is a really fucking stupid idea, and she should have said, no, don't answer the door. No, there's a, a, there's, a, really there's, a, there's a ponytailed Nazi after me. <laughs> when um, will people not be able to read signs, he says, as he slopes off. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Soft. Um, Mr. Soft. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Soft. Yeah. Oh, there's a lovely little bit in the middle of this where Grandma Death says to Derba, "You couldn't do it, could you?" Um, which, <laughs> and he says, "I do. did twice." <laughs> <laughs> and then he high fives all the other gypsies. <laughs> um, and then she says that Derba was born to protect the gate. And then I thought, have all these people just been born to do certain things? Like, yeah, you're born, born to, to make soup. Hold the horse, you know. Um, cuts back to, to Nessa, who's busy studying the thing. Uh, there's two stones, uh, one to the earthly world, one to the spirit world. And then um, Cormac comes back being led by Magda, who's got a gun to his head. Um, and then she got bonked on the head. Yeah. There's a lot of sneaking in these. <laughs> and that's when they have this crazy flashback to the time when there were no rules. <laughs> and this is where Magda's there as the crazy, crazy priestess. Nessa with the fake red hair about to get sacrificed. The combined amulet is there. 
and looks like a giant cookie with Smarties in. Yeah, I was hungry for that. And then <laughs> ancient Dermot turns up, thwacks her, cuts the ties, mag the screams, and goes to kill her, and that's when Nessa wakes up. So we see the whole sequence. Oh, I didn't there. think he went to kill redhead Nessa. I thought he went to chop the amulet in half. He did, but then she uh, then okay. takes the advantage to, to do that, finish right. the job. But the, but the amulet's not there because it's been displaced then. Cut, cut in twain. It's twain, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Nessa wakes up to find that Magla's, Magla's been doodling all over her face. Yeah. <laughs> She's like Magla Biffy Clyro. She's been yeah. waiting 25 <laughs> centuries to do that. There's a lot of ink in that one biro, isn't there? <laughs> That's where it's all gone. They shot this first. Uh, meanwhile, Dermot finds Cormac on the floor back at the library. That's where Nessa is. Cormac's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He finds blood on the library door. Like when he opens it, he's got a handful of jam. And he's like, like, oh, he must have sucked us to that place where we used to sacrifice shit. (laughs) People, yeah. Sacrifice square. Who would have thought? Summon the horse! (laughs) Ritual time. Magda joins the amulets, sort of, and uh, gets the dagger like before. It's all being played out again. Uh, And then. this is in the a different part of the murder forest, by the way. So it's all going down in the forest. And then I get a little bit hazy about this because a dude turns up in a black cowl like Ness has been nightmaring about. Um, I think boy, the, the green was yeah. all funny. And I don't really know what happens next. I think he's supposed to be uh, one of the dude and I think he's supposed to be one of the Irish gods. Who's watching over this whole thing? Because presumably thing. the amulet hasn't been aligned properly because it's broken as fuck. Um, and all these people come out and Dermot starts shoving his... I mean, that's his superhero ability. We've had kicking, we've had punching, <laughs> and now it's shoving. Yeah, like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he pushes them all out of the way. He gets up there. I think he stabs Nessa with the... No, he stabs... Magda with the knife. I'm hazy on the end of it because I'd lost interest yeah. at this uh, point. I don't know what happens with he, that cowl. He stabs oh. Blondie and Nessa karate kills her, is what I wrote. Oh, okay. <laughs> karate chopped her. She hasn't got any nads, though. How does she do that? <laughs> but Dermot then Stavros dies. Dermot, yes. as is tradition, gets injured in the right nipple. <laughs> yes. Before he dies, says, no one must ever go through the gate. And then he dies. Yep. And, and then we have what, what is the, so I thought the Cowley man was right next to him, but then I didn't know if the Cowley man was Dermot, and he was like... No, I thought the Cowley man was the person in the gateway, because he was... He waiting to come through. Waiting yeah. to he didn't have much of a part, though, did he? Him and no. all, well, he gets he gets photoshopped to fuck at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Someone figured out the clone tool at the end, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the end of that, and the camera pans up to the trees, and then pans back down. And Nessa is stood there. Is she? At a grave, yeah, and then she wraps one of the rocks up in a bandana. Yeah, because she's she's going opening some doors. She's going burglaring. She's learnt the Irish ways. Yeah, she's she's made a grave for just one of the bodies. <laughs> Sky burial for Magda. <laughs> and then the old lady turns up. Yeah, and she's like murder grandma. Uh, the he's, he's at peace now. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. That means nothing to he me. He lived longer than the rest of us gypsies do. I'm only 23, she said. <laughs> you were just telling him to murder her a minute ago. <laughs> I'm fickle. 
And then she goes, uh, <laughs> magic. She <laughs> yeah. Um the amulet isn't the only way to see into the spirit world, and she goes sad face over her eyes. <laughs> and then uh, all these green Mr. Burns like appear. The, the disco. All these colours appear. The silent disco, yeah. Yeah, but I'm assuming that's 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 oh, all the... proper low energy in the afterlife, isn't it? Well you can't see any like they're all just blurry. Figures, it's the same it's figure, there. just just copied and pasted over just and over. Not doing watch, but they can't come through because the gate's not open, so they're trapped in Tiernanog or wherever it is, and they're stuck in actual island. You see, that's what well, it you, is. You pass the time, so yeah, right. When she's done that, she does one. <laughs> yeah, Crazy like, goes. All like, oh, right, is that it? A lot of blurry dudes. Peace. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, and that's it, isn't it? Cormac and Nessa oh, no. cast away the amulet. <laughs> yeah, the they're like... Scene. <laughs> but she clods them off the end of that cliff. They disappear, but you still hear them hit the water. <laughs> yeah. I was more annoyed. Why would you throw two halves of the amulet in the same bit? Why didn't you throw one at that end of Ireland and one over the other end? Or, just narrowed its location down anywhere. to the Irish Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they've clodded in, so they're going to sink, aren't they? Well, they were clodded. Sploosh. <laughs> Get should, Nicola to We should have got a hot chick from last week to do it. <laughs> and that is it. That was... Halt. I don't know, the, don't know what the German is. They're getting a bay. Uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, yeah, and that was The Ritual 2000. Uh, I got to say, there was bits of this that I really liked, but it is nowhere near as good as Fatal Deviation. No, oh, no, 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 no. From the same uh, writer-director. But I'm glad that it was there, because... It feels like a step down, but I'm glad we've seen the the Stephen Litchfield duo now. It feels like a step down in the same postcode. It does have a story, yeah, I'll give it that. Whereas Fatal Deviation didn't have a story. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) I was wondering about the story, though, because what was the point? I don't mean that in a really open-ended way. But Magda wanted to do this ritual where she to was bring about the sacrifice end. I'm guessing. Woman, but then she didn't know who the woman was when she met her. Yeah, we're guessing. It wasn't really explained. I think it can be any woman. Okay. I think it could be any woman. Uh, it could be you at home. Yeah. Uh, do you speak German? Or no. Do you speak of, German? <laughs> out, of, out of five golden Fabios, what are you giving it? Three oh, golden three. Fabios. Yeah, yeah, three. Oh, I'm going two and a leg. <laughs> Harsh. I just, I sort of drifted out of it towards the end. Because I was just like, ah, oh, this could have been tied, this could have been tied up a long time ago. I it had hope, some, it had some, there was some good bits in it. In it. I, I can't fault them for, you know, some of the historical knowledge was there. Made sense. Yeah. Even the bits in the book when she's looking stuff up. A Celtic cross is in the book yeah. from the 8th and 9th centuries. I thought, you know, that's very spot on. The bit about Christianity. That's just me, though. I, I quite like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Said, it's just... Shitty a... German accents. I was fully on board with that. Old goon winning. Small <laughs> goon. Loved him. Oh, it's that time. <laughs> This was the Ritual 2000, not to be confused with the other Ritual films. 
Um, Which there are many. 2000 also saw Mission Impossible 2, Gladiator, Cast Away, What Women Want, that was slightly worse, mm. Cast Away, uh, Meet the Parents, X-Men, yeah, some decent films, 2000. Um, the role of Derma, as my first fact, was originally offered to Colin Farrell, who turned it down Aww. because he was bearing in Ballykiss Angel. Understandable. And that was a completely good choice on his part. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought he's... that was really random. I didn't believe the fact at first. I thought, no way was Colin Farrell ever anywhere close to this film, but it actually turns out there's a few pieces yeah. from Ballykiss Angel. It's like a side project from that, from that <laughs> series. Um, I never actually watched the new Ballykiss Angel. So I don't really... It's about sexy priests, wasn't it? Okay. I think I think I might watch I it know. now. I had enough of that at school. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember it. it being on in my late nineties. There's that. Um, it had an estimated budget this film of two hundred and fifty thousand euro, which Christ, is that much. Yeah, which it's, it's got some actual actors in it. It's got some salaried people yeah, yeah, yeah. as I'm about to Unity. discover. Um, that 2,500 euro worked out at 2,015, uh, no, sorry, 215,219 pounds. Okay, so I've discovered that you can change your name for that price by deed poll 5,071 times Yay. or every day for nearly 14 years. And Golden I thought, Fabio, Joe, that you Golden would... Fabio Jr. Golden <laughs> Fabio Jr. Jr. <laughs> Even Jr. <laughs> Yeah, you can add like Ken Salamander or something like that. No, I'm bored of that name. And today I'm going to be Jeffrey. It'd be a oh, nightmare though when trying to apply for stuff. You have to bring all your depots in, in order. Ah, but to be the person that did that, I thought as well you could make and then remake your will at will, two thousand two hundred and sixty-five times. Uh, that's based on a cost of ninety-five pounds. Was the earliest that the cheapest that I could get somebody to look at making a will. Um, so I thought, you know, you could do that again, you know, every day for a while. Um, just like, oh, you're out of the world and just like remake it then and there. No, All Danny, I'm your up for you. All your adverts <laughs> on social media now are going to be for will making. Yeah, you, you know? didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, it's better than the underpants and toilet paper that currently comes up on there. Um, I also thought you could make a flotilla or fleet of times five mid range fishing boats at, for that price. Or, and I thought you'd probably like this more, times 79 little speed boats. Yeah, um, tiny, tiny but little ducks. <laughs> that's based on a cost of, for the mid-range, they look like they're about 20 grand each or, you know, three grand for a little speed boat. Bargain. Used, though. I don't like that term. Or you could use the money, um, so that um, 215,000, um, to get 23 films commissions, well, 23 shots starring mid-90s Mikey Graham from Boyzone, <laughs> assuming that all that nine grand went to him at the time. <laughs> um, so it was written and directed by... <laughs> 50 quid that night. <laughs> <laughs> Worth every penny. I'm angry he's not on Cameo. I know, I did look for him. I know, I did. I also wanted to see if Craig David was on there and then how many days you could get him doing songs of, with days in it. I doubt uh, he would. He's not on it. <laughs> uh, it was written and directed by Simon Linsheed, 
it was the last thing that he ever did. And yeah, he might also legitimately be an Olympic bobsledder. Yeah. And I can't I don't know that he's not, but that's the only person by that name I can find. Yeah. Uh, Except was... for the fact that there is another Simon Linsheed who uh retailed at like the Irish version of the card factory or something, who I think is the Olympic bobsledder. So if he had these three occupations under his belt, we shouldn't it's be truly like man the Renaissance time. man, yeah. He also, and I couldn't find this on IMDb, but if you look at the actual credits of the film, there's so many members of the Lin Sheed clan in it. <laughs> eight of them, including him. And I think they must be just like the family that are around the, uh, like the farm. area. Yeah, one you know where there's that weird Dance of the Seven Veils bit? Yeah, one in that restaurant, quote unquote, that's someone's <laughs> front room, isn't it? Yeah, it all makes sense. I genuinely would like to believe that he has done it all. Yeah, he's he's well, made two films. Nothing, nothing there about you know. No, no he's interviews. an enigma. I searched for so many interviews to see if he ever mentioned it. Never <gasps> did. Drekken, he's doing. He's directing Krakatoa. I'm just going to call it Krakatoa now. FD Krakatoa. Yeah. FDC. If by some FDK. slim possibility, they're out there and they're listening to this podcast. You need to get it involved. Oh, Bob's yeah. Sledding, if possible, on fire. <laughs> In <laughs> a rusty bobsled. <laughs> uh, the co-producer for this was Howard Gibbons, uh, who produced parts of Bally Kiss Angel. So there's another link to it. Uh, he also worked on The Name of the Father and oh, uh, a Jackie done. Chan film, The Medallion, in 2003. So, you know, proper, yeah, proper, proper films in the yeah. industry. His associate producer as well was John Norton, who's similarly a TV jobber, started his career with this film and then went on to make IRA, King of Nothing, starring Joe Estevez. Oh, is he like the less Estevez brother? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so taken by this that I had to go and look it up. IRA, King of Nothing, 2006. It's about an hour and a half. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> that is linked to this in some way. Um, beyond that, not a lot of people um, starred in this of, of like great, you know, history with acting. Nessa was still a feely, I think it was pronounced. Seven acting credits going all the way back to 1993. Appeared in one episode of Ballykiss Angel in 2001. And five episodes of the Irish soap Fair City in 2004. Nothing since then. Um, she may also legitimately be an Irish playwright. I'm trying to narrow that down because there's no other. Yeah, story I imagine there's a lot. Yeah. But she's—I've I've looked through so many interviews of her, and she's just blanked this period out of her past. She says she's an actor, doesn't say what in that it is her. Uh, Magda is Anne Barr. Um, she uh, appeared in Inspector Jury, Nord im Nebel. You must have worked on that German accent. That's how she got a training. <laughs> I think it's a Swedish, Swedish thing. Um, so I hope she, she didn't embarrass herself with an accent. Dermot is Lenny Hayden. It was his first full credit, and he went on to have bit parts in the Tudors and Vikings, where he played Viking gonna... Number yeah. One Farmstead, which I thought was a building. <laughs> uh, apart from that, everybody ended their career with this film. Uh, Cormac was played by Cecil Bell that ended his career. Debbie Don't Grandma, best this is no, only acting credit. No, Professor think... Faye was played by Ben Gore, 
not an Indian state. And it was the last thing that he ever did after a short string of films. Uh, but uh, yeah, Kraus, I think, was the uh, the taller goon. Shane McCabe, his name was, went on to star. His very next film was starring Kate Blanchett and Corin, Colin Farrell. I had so much trouble with his name. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Um, yeah, in 2003, uh, Veronica Guerin. So he actually, you know, went on to star in a big mainstream film after this. And uh, yeah, that's your that's your James facts. Nice. <laughs> Uh, not a lot of choice for reviews this time. It's a hard film to find. It is. Well, as I said at the start, it took me a long time to find this one. And I started watching another one and thought, this isn't right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, we'll start with the middle of the road one by Nawi M. December 2008 gave it 3.5 out of 5 stars. I don't want to risk to recommend this movie. It is watchable, somehow. <laughs> End of review. Ah, it's watchable somehow. On a TV monitor. Or you can just imagine it if you want. That's a fun thing to do. But I don't, you don't want to risk recommending it. Oh, no. Uh, the main man himself. This one is five out of five. What's he called? Simon Lynchied. Yep. Yep. yep, so this is from Simon Lynchied, January 2014. Hang on, hang on, hang on, what? No, it is not. <laughs> That's the name on it. I, I can guarantee you it is not him. <laughs> but hang on, what was the date? What was the date? 2014, so it's 14 years later we start. I'll go back and revisit this. <laughs> Just look, looking back on my career. <laughs> is it five variously... out of five? He's very chuffed with it. As variously a bobsledist, <laughs> a card retailer. And sometime director, writer, producer, slash creative <laughs> genius. Come on, let me hear what not Simon has to say. Great low-budget fantasy Celtic adventure. Critiquing art should be based on various factors, one of which should be the budget. <laughs> this is an interesting fantasy take on Celtic mythology and was made on location in Ireland for less than 100,000 euros. Ooh. Based on that, and with mainly theatre actors in it as a well-told story with its own fair share of action and fight scenes, it is very appealing to those of a mystical and Celtic nature, and us quite entertaining. Mm. Oh, it could be him. It could be him. Now I'm, I'm theatre actors. <laughs> oh man, it could all be true. I'm fifty-fifty on this now. Yeah, yeah. It just oh, seems an odd that. thing to do. Fourteen years down the line, go back and like, I must defend this on the internet. I can't remember which site I did go got back and defend from. Fatal Deviation, did he? No, because he's like, I know that's a bag of tod. <laughs> <laughs> Fatal Deviation has got enough glowing reviews, though it, it didn't need it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then the creme de la creme, the icing on the cake from Scott Weinberg. Weinberg. <laughs> <laughs> November <Shiza>. 2005 <laughs> 1.5 Fabios out of 5 <laughs> You've never heard of it You'll never rent it And you certainly won't miss it I mean that's harsh End of review Oh that's one one, one Fabio and a torso That's That's, <laughs> that's me The best bit of Fabio To be well, fair I hadn't heard of it 
<laughs> no, no, me neither. Well, I'd heard of the other ritual, the the, the I might have rented it on the if the poster was on the cover. I might have rented it just to see what the hell it was about. Because even the front cover's boring, isn't it? It's yeah. just like, like it's make it look like it's a horror film. I like to not. think I made it a bit more exciting. No, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just looks like Predator's thermal vision. But like, I love cataracts. I love how curt the first one was. You can watch <laughs> it. Oh, <laughs> how effusive the second one was, and then I loved how dismissive the third one was. <sighs> That's it the three emotions. Somehow, watchable somehow. <laughs> Thanks. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> Episodes recommended podcast that I, I've been listening to is the Nothing More Annoying podcast. You can find them on Twitter at Annoying Podcast, and these are really, really good. Uh, little fifteen-minute rants, basically. Sometimes on his own, sometimes with guests, uh, just about things that they hate. Uh, oh, so it, like wet mouth noises? Yeah, I mean, I could go on and do that, I guess. Uh, but ranging from like fruit served with meat. Oh yeah, yes. orange sandwiches. Yeah, orange sandwiches. Already, or like the fact that you can never put a USB stick in the right way the first time you do it, or the best one. Well, it's not for me, but I think it got it got voted best recently. Was uh, dog poo bags in trees? Oh, yeah, what's the deal with that? Just <laughs> well, again, they're 15 minutes long, these things, if that. Oh, I think I think listening to them might make me really irate. <laughs> it's very cathartic because you, you can sort of understand the anger that these people have because it's things that I hate as well. Well, um, I'm on the thing now. What was it called again? Uh, nothing more annoying. You can find them on Twitter at Annoying Podcast. If you play their podcast now, this could be a podcast within a podcast. I'm not. This No, it's not. Like, we're not inceptioning podcasts. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, I I really enjoyed them. They're they're short. I think they're like once a week or once a fortnight, uh, and they're really really good. Hundred percent. Submit good. things that you hate because yeah. I hate a lot of things. Yeah. Um. Find him. DM him. Yeah. I mean, you can't be everything, and you can't say stuff like gypsies and stuff, James. <laughs> I never heard that anywhere in the film. <laughs> Episode the ten. Laurie's overtaking each other. Yeah, exactly. There's 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 a lot of lot of lot of good stuff in there. Uh, oh yeah, go, I'm, downlo- I'm downloading that one right now. Go, I mean they're only sharp, so yeah. Uh, give him a listen. Give him a follow. He's doing he's doing some great work there. It's yeah, it's really really good. In conclusion, <laughs> sorry, I was still laughing at these episode names. Yeah, the good. I told you. Uh, that was shit. What was it called? The ritual. <laughs> Uh, 2000, not the 2015-17 one, which is a lot better. Your favourite quotes from the film? You're a tour guide now. Well, that's all you'll ever be. <laughs> uh, mine is catch! <laughs> and then she just boops him in the stones. <laughs> oh, no, no, no! Scheiser! That's my favourite one. <laughs> They're getting away! <laughs> you fucking idiot! It's all gone very strange. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. And then he's like, boy, (laughs) yeah.